Are you an entrepreneur or a professional who finds it difficult to get things done? Do you find yourself putting things off and keeping yourself busy with meaningless tasks? If your answer is yes, then stick around because we're going to be talking to a transformation coach who will tell us some of the ways to identify and overcome procrastination. Hi, welcome to Webinar Wednesday. My name is Megla and I am joined by Margaret and Kevin. Hi, Margaret, Kevin. How's it going? Good. How are you, Megla? Hello, Megla. That was a fantastic <laughs> introduction to today's topic. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so let's get started with our show now. So we have our guest, Cameron Allen, waiting backstage. I'm going to invite him on the stage now. Hello, Cameron. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Hey guys, nice to be here. And I'm not sure I can get people to fall in love with procrastination. (laughs) (laughs) We hope not. (laughs) Quite the opposite. Yeah. I'm sure you have a way, Cameron. (laughs) There is a way. There is a way. Um, But yeah, I'm so so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. Yes, we are excited too, because this is the first time that we are covering a topic like this on our web- webinar Wednesdays or any of the webinars that we do in the India Sourcing Group. So I think this is something very new for us as well. So we'll be learning a lot from you too. And uh, you know, guys watching, if you have any questions along the way, as usual, type them in the comments, whether you're watching from Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, type your questions in the comments and uh, Cameron will be answering all of them. So Cameron, before you share your screen and go over your slides, uh, do you want to do a bit of an introduction and tell people about yourself? No worries, I will. I actually started uh, started out my entrepreneurial journey by sourcing a product from India, <laughs> believe it or not, which is why I'm so happy to be here because that's, you know, that's who you're serving in this group. Um, yeah. And I... Uh, I, was, I think I was saying to you when I first uh, met you guys that I think there was a moment during that time when I was sourcing the product and I, as everyone here probably knows, it's, um, it's this, you know, you're really busy for a few weeks and then you've got nothing to do for a month and um, people don't get back to you, you're waiting on things all the time. It's such a, uh, a roller coaster ride. And I think um, there were times during that journey where I wasn't taking it seriously. I wasn't take, I wasn't fully stepping into that business owner identity. And I remember we were having some issues with the supplier and the box manufacturer and trying to line everything up. And um, uh, me and my partner just said, all right. I, and, they, and I went to India. I was like, I'm going to India. And that was a real moment um, for me when it comes to mindset of, like not half doing it, not not just like playing around with this thing. Like it seemed a bit ridiculous to go to India at the time, but uh, it ended up being a great thing to do. And I think that, you know, that journey, um, starting a business is obviously a huge thing for people. It's a it's an identity shift. It's You've got to change everything about how you do things, how you earn money, how you pay for things, how you invest in yourself. And I think a lot of people um, maybe don't do enough work on their mindset when it comes to their business, when it comes to realizing wh- why they're procrastinating, all of these sorts of things. So um, that, I mean, that journey of sourcing a product from India is actually what started me on my journey to be a coach. Um, I, I was, I've always been fascinated with people. I have always worked in industries where I help people. I work with people. I'm, I'm not a numbers person. So, um, so I started to get into personal development a lot over the last uh, three years 
um, going to a lot of Tony Robbins events and all that sort of stuff. And I did, I did some training, um, which allows me to be a coach now. And I, I believe there's a few of my clients actually watching the webinar today. <laughs> so <laughs> shout, shout out to them as well. Um, but like it's been a really uh, beautiful journey, to be honest. It's re uh, the fact that I get, I can now, based on my experience, I can now get results for people very quickly. And that's a really powerful thing to be doing. And that's really why I want to share what I'm sharing today, because there's a few things that are in common with people who are held back. And one of the, one of the behaviors that comes out is procrastination. And that's a very common thing, very common. Um, so if you're watching this and you do that, then you're not alone. It's, uh, it's very, um, hi, Andy. Hey, I, uh, hey, it's a very, it's a very powerful thing to get awareness of. It's a very powerful thing to, to overcome and, and work through because if you think about it, procrastination is basically you want to do something, but you're not doing it. Like if you really think about it, it makes no sense. You, you want to yeah. do something, but you're not doing it. Um, so therefore there is this two parts of us that are coming through. There's, there's, our conscious mind, which is wanting to grow, and then our subconscious mind, which is wanting to survive. So we're pulled in these two different directions. And based on what we've experienced in the past, we associate certain things with surviving. And some of the things we need to do in our business, we may have a negative association to them or the result of them, but we don't necessarily know that. So for me, that's what I'm powerful. Uh, I'm, I'm motivated by and I'm inspired by every day to work with people to help them like move through that because no one no one wants to do that, right? Right. Do you want to Cameron, start sharing your screen and let's Cameron, just here. before you go to I recall um going back um with another group that we're sort of involved with that um you and Margaret used to have like long sort of conversations backwards and forwards <laughs> before you even went to India. I recall. Oh, you remember that? Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> He's got a good memory, yeah. Kev. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Margaret, I remember talking to Margaret when I was going over yeah. to India yeah. and I, I got a lot of advice during that time. Um, so, yeah, Margaret was one of those people and now here we are talking today. Yeah, yeah. So I sort of I thought I'd bring that up because that was such a long time ago. And, yeah, wow, how spooky here we are now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Amazing, yeah. So cool. Um, all right. So I'll share my slides. There's not many slides. I don't really like slides. I love to talk and get passionate and start yelling at the camera. So everyone listening, <laughs> get ready. I'd, I'd rather do that than show you slides because that's where the magic is. Um, but I, I did prepare a couple of slides because I know people like to be guided. And, and, and I, so I'm going to do that now. Give me one second. Um, here we go. So I'm going to bounce between those these slides. Can I just double check uh, if, if you can see these? Yeah, we can see the slides yeah. and you can just press play. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Ready to go. All right. So the the gold of this will probably be in the, the exercise right at the end. So stick around. But this is, yeah, three simple steps to identify and overcome procrastination. And no matter where you're at, there's a high chance that you're going to either be doing this now or come, come up against it in the future. And I'll explain why in a second. So basically for today, it, it, step one, this is just very simple. Identify. 
So like I said just before, we have two parts of us driving us at all times. Consciously, we want to grow. Subconsciously, we want to survive. So when you think about what's the outcome or result that I want, you know, so it might be writing a proposal or an email to a supplier and you're not doing it. So the outcome you want is that you've written the email. So right now, just for the purpose of this, for people playing along at home, think of the macro result and the micro result. So the macro result is I want to have a six-figure Amazon business where I um, am able to work from home and, you know, drop my kids off at school, whatever that is. That's the macro result. Now, I'll just explain something for a second. We are all driven by emotion. That's what we're driven by. Every single thing we do from playing with our kids to getting a cup of coffee, we're not drinking, we're not exactly, um, it's not the taste of the coffee or the the, um, process, it's the feeling we get, it's the emotion we get from that. It's the emotion we get from playing with our kids that are going to drive us to do that, right? So the macro result of everyone on this call, I can guarantee, is this beautiful picturesque business where they feel alive, they feel connected, all of their values are met, and they feel good. Like, Like there's so much positive emotion in that result. That's why you know, there's lots of books on finding your why, find your reasons why first, set the goal second, because there's positive emotion in that outcome. The problem is along the pathway to that positive feeling, there may be many negative feelings that we don't want. So this is the micro result. So if you're playing along at home, think of something that you need to do right now that you're not doing. You know, everyone writes to-do lists and then we have the bottom of the to-do list and um, just, you know, everyone don't feel guilty for doing this because we all do it. And there's like two or three things at the bottom of the to-do list and then we'll start crossing everything off and then those two or three things go onto the next to-do list and we just don't do them. There's something about those things that you subconsciously are avoiding because you don't want to feel something. Okay, there is, as the second line here says, the macro you want, but there is some kind of pain associated to the micro. So writing the email, putting yourself out there, doing a Facebook Live, um, reaching out to people, okay? So what are you avoiding feeling in the micro? Not not what are you avoiding doing. This This is why people get so confused with procrastination. It's because... Like, yeah, like I said just before, we want to do something, but we're not doing it. That's not because it's the thing that we're doing. It's the feeling that we might get as a result of that. So a lot of people I work with have this fear of, um, you know, being rejected, right? This is very common. So then the procrastination might be around um, asking someone for something, asking for help in your Amazon business, asking a supplier if they can do something a bit extra and they're procrastinating because they don't want the feeling of them saying no, which would mean rejection. 
So just for the first part of this exercise, all you need to do is look at, obviously the macro is something you want. You don't need to write that down. You know what you want. But there's some kind of pain within the micro. Whatever that little goal is that you're not doing, that little activity, there's some kind of pain associated to that. So write down what are you avoiding feeling in the result of that micro. So everyone understands fear of failure. Everyone understands that. But there's so many more fears, so many more fears that people have no uh, awareness of. And that's the point of today. So what are you avoiding feeling in the result of the micro activity? Okay. Just try to get out of this. Um, can I just check? Does anyone ha have any questions so far on the Kevin, Margaret, Megler? Yeah, I think it totally makes sense. And I was just going back to my own to-do list because I do this a lot. <laughs> I make a to-do <laughs> list and then there's some items that kind of just stay there and then move on to the next day's to-do list. And, you know, how on Google Calendar, until you check off the reminders, they just keep moving from day to day. <laughs> and so I find some, some reminders that are there from two months ago. But I think that totally makes sense that why are we not taking care of those little things. And, and yeah, I, I can really resonate with that. And um, I don't know why I'm putting those things off. I probably need to dig a little deeper and, you know, try to find that out. But yeah, yeah it, it's totally making sense. It's about um, the emotion. So it's mm -hmm. about the emotion associated to that. Some of those things you might just see as boring, but mm. but it's maybe also that you don't know how to do them and mm. or you don't know how to reach out to someone and you've had an experience where that's been painful, right? So some kind of, um, hey, Bill, uh, Bill, thanks for, th thanks for that comment. I, I couldn't see the comments before, but the reason I said the to-do list thing is because that always makes people laugh. That is like, yeah. oh, nervously laugh because, oh, I do that. That's funny, but. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, sorry, I didn't know if we could swear. Whoops. Um, <laughs> uh, so so I think that makes sense. I think that's the best example I can give. A lot of people understand fear of failure, but there's so mm. many bigger fears than failure, and it's not even about failing. It's about the shame around that. You know, if you're married and you're starting this Amazon business, maybe you fearing failure because that might bring out guilt because you're spending all this money and if it doesn't come back, your partner might be upset. So you might feel guilty about that. So therefore, there might be a resistance to even fully commit to the business. So there's so many little underlying things that can get in the way of people's businesses and that's why I love working with business owners as well. Um, yeah, so Simone says, I have an item sitting since September. I think I have an aversion to paperwork. <laughs> nice. That's really good. Another, um, yeah. Yeah. I want to work on the PPC homework. So Guy 3 is attending the PPC workshop, and uh, Ritu has given homework to everyone for this week. But I'm procrastinating on that and trying to learn more about it. And like you say, I'm dreading that I might fail at it. Yeah, so this yeah. is exactly what you said, this right? It's exactly sense. what I'm saying. Yeah. And. And it's not about failing. That's um, for the person who just commented. Just, just like this could be a breakthrough moment for anyone. People think it's about failing. It's not about failing. It's about what you might experience as a result of failing. Maybe you tried a lot of things as a kid and when they didn't work, people laughed at you. 
maybe maybe someone who you looked up to said, well, you're never going to be able to succeed or made a sly comment or something like that. And as a kid, you take that on as like, well, that's shameful. You know, failing is shameful. So then the failing could be fearing the shame, not fearing the failure, fearing the negative consequence of failing. So um, I think that's a profound distinction because a lot of people think, okay, I've got a fear of failure, but it's actually not that. It's a lot deeper than that. Wow, that makes sense. Okay, so let's move on to the second one then. Do you want to share your screen again? Yep, here we go. So, so we've got identify. We've done that. So I think judging by, judging by the comments coming in, that, that made sense. So step two is when. When did you des- decide to avoid this? And you might want to generalize a bit here because so the paperwork example, you know, maybe that's more to do with a few other things that you're also avoiding. Um, when did you decide to avoid this? Now, one thing that's more powerful than our beliefs, because our beliefs basically control everything we do. If we believe that we can have a million-dollar business, then we're probably going to start acting like we already have one and we're going to start taking massive action and really, you know, nail our business. But something even more powerful than that is a decision. If we've made a decision in our life that it doesn't matter what I do, it'll never be good enough. That's a powerful decision and a lot of young children make that decision unfortunately and it's nothing to do with their circumstances it's just to do with our subconscious mind and how it works from those experiences so when it just think of that microactivity like i said and think of the feeling that you're avoiding so say it's shame say it's guilt say it's um not feeling good enough when did you decide to avoid this feeling So you want to find an event in your life when you experienced some kind of pain or discomfort or guilt or something like that. Find an event in your life when you experience some kind of pain, the event being similar to what you're you're avoiding right now. So for the person who commented before on worried he's going to fail, So when did you have to do something that you didn't quite know what to do? And maybe you did fail at that point and then find the consequence of that. So it it isn't necessarily hard to find these events. They should come up for you. If you're thinking of, generally speaking, that kind of thing you're avoiding, find an event in your life when you experienced some kind of pain around that type of activity. Just a sec. So, Andy, this is going to be available later. Yes, it is being recorded. And uh, you can come back to this post and watch the replay over here. Cool. So what were you craving? This is a really powerful question if you can, if you can really dig deep here. Now, when back in that event when you experience some kind of pain here's the thing we we will basically as humans 
do we are motivated by two things either the desire to experience pleasure or the desire to run away from pain anything painful we're going to move away from we don't want to experience pain that's even more powerful than the pleasure so um a lot of these pain points though people don't even know what they are that's the problem that's why procrastination is so confusing it's like i want to do something that i'm not it's because the pain point is not clear at all it's like it's very unknown it's subconscious so in that event if people can really try and dig deep here in that event when you experience some kind of pain what were you craving so if it was um you were trying to do really well at something and something happened and you experienced pain if that thing went really well what were you craving and a lot of the time it's like love or approval or connection it's those things so what were you craving when you had that so-called negative event that happened because somewhere deep down there is a subconscious association to pain in what you're doing now the micro activity that you're trying to do there has to be there's no other explanation there has to be some kind of pain associated to that okay if it's like paperwork maybe you don't know how to do the paperwork so maybe it's just that it's an unknown so find the event where there were lots of unknowns in your life and something painful happened right so what were you craving in that a lot of the time it's love a lot of a lot of the time it's feeling good enough or approved or successful or those sorts of things but there's also usually a positive emotion that we're craving okay so when you think of certain events happening in your life the reason like everyone's pretty much experienced everything all humans have had like obviously there's exceptions but most humans have experienced very similar things but it's not the experience that matters it's the meaning you give it so what meaning did you give so so back to here find an event right where you experience experience some kind of pain yes the pain happened the more negative emotion the more stronger that's going to stay with you but it's not about that it's about the meaning you gave it so this could be anything from the meaning you give it okay um doesn't matter what i do it'll never be good enough why bother trying i need to get things perfect to feel loved to feel connected this is like so powerful if you really can dive into this because if you need to get things perfect for you to consider it to be successful or good enough or to be connected and loved by someone then that's going to make you procrastinate all day long it's the meaning it's the meaning you gave those events and subconsciously there's going to be this story going on and it's a decision it's like a story going on inside your head don't bother 
you know, why um, why bother when it's going to lead to pain anyway? So write down the consequences of keeping that meaning going. So say it is it doesn't matter what I do, it'll probably always fall through. You need to write down the consequences of that. Say in five years, 10 years, 20 years, when you're still, you know, trying all these different businesses and you're bouncing around from one to the other because, you know, you have this deeper belief going on in your head of doesn't matter what I do, it'll never work out. Um, write down the consequences in two years, five years of keeping that going because it doesn't have to mean that. You can change the meaning at any time. And it starts with this, this process. It starts with writing down the consequences because, as I said before, we will do anything to avoid pain. And if that pain is 10 years down the track, that's why people have a lot of regret sometimes when they get older because the pain was always in the, you know, down the track. I'll do it later. I'll do it next year. And the pain was like in their 80s, 90s. And now they're there, the pain's like right in front of them. And no one wants that. And I'm being purposely like uh, not intense but negative, I guess, in a way, for a reason because I don't like to see anyone put things off when it's something they want. So write down the negative consequences of keeping that meaning going, which is going to bring you closer to that painful realisation of this isn't serving me you know, the business isn't going to work. If, you know, short term, it might be pleasurable to put the thing off, put it off, but three, five years down the track, it might be very painful. So start to get awareness of that. So write down the consequences of keeping this meaning going. So as you do that, as you do that, just write down a few consequences of keeping that meaning going and I'll just go back into the room and, uh, check in with the crew uh, if that made sense and and how it's going. I can't see any comments. That's all. Yeah, we haven't got any comments. So guys watching, if you have any questions, type them in the comments here. So Andy's saying get to got to get past the stickers. Did most last night. <laughs> so stickers. <laughs> there, there are a lot of these stickers in Telegram where we have this PPC group. Andy's also joined the PPC workshop. And so we've just been having fun with all of the stickers there. So that's what he's referring to. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that, that again, made sense. I mean, Kevin, what, what, what do you think? Oh, that's, that's very powerful. I mean, you know, you sort of um, look, most males um, appreciate from when, I mean, I played sport all through my life, even when I was a little kid. And so I was always, you know, sort of out there. and I was always pushed to sort of get better and better at different sports. And if I if I didn't please, I was devastated. <laughs> yeah. And so um, those sort of things. But you know, you sort of to go into a mindset with business. Uh, that's why sport is always connected with business because it's a sort of sport, a winning formula. Yeah. To go on. And when you sort of said a couple of things, I sort of went back. I flashed back to my childhood then, and I went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you sort of hit a raw nerve there a little bit, Cameron. But, you know, that was, that's it. You know, that was the intention, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you did. You did your job. Um, but, you know, sort of, and we all we all live in a competitive world. 
uh, and I think we spoke about this a little bit earlier on, Megla. Um, you know, we have competitors and we live in a competitive world. And, you know, we have to be tough to survive. And if we if we aren't not tough to survive, then, you know, we sort of um, think of ourselves as weak inside. Yep. Uh, you know, so, yeah. Absolutely. Ooh, I'm not saying too much here. I don't know everyone's going to have you. No, that's, that's awesome. Um, I'll no, give great. you an example. That's... When it comes to sport, here's just an example of how powerful our subconscious mind is. Um, when I was 12, I loved AFL, AFL football. I played it religiously. I hated school and I loved my Saturdays because I got to play football. Um, and one week I was like, my coach was very strict on you had to be there at a certain time. And one week I was like one minute late and um, he didn't let me play. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, I can still feel the pain of it as I talk about it. Mm -hmm. But do you reckon I'm ever late at now to? Um, is, <laughs> Probably not. No, Probably not. no. But it's it's not about that. Event's long gone. Yeah. That event's yeah. long gone. But I experienced enough pain to never do that again. Wow. And that's what I that's what I can help people with when I'm coaching. Mm. I bring the pain forward, front front and center to your face. Yeah. Yeah. Face it now. Face that pain now at a, at an emotional level, and you'll never you'll never go back there. Like that's the thing. Like we're here as humans, we're working towards things, mm. and it's these little things from thirty years ago, twenty years ago, ten years ago that are holding us back. They're long gone, but it's the meaning we give them yeah. that that sticks. And um, yeah. I think the other thing is that you know what advice do you have for parents? Because I'm thinking of my son now. And I don't want him to have this sort of a feeling 20 years from now when he's grown up. So what should I be mindful of in terms of, because I, I, of course I do want him to succeed in whatever, whatever he does. I don't want to always be encouraging him, even if he's not doing well in something. I want to be, you know, I want to give him um, the, the correct feedback for whatever it is that he's doing. If he's not doing something well, I want to be able to tell him that, hey, this is not good. You need to, you know, do it better. But what tips or advice you have for parents in terms of how to yeah. make sure their kids don't face this in the future? Uh, it's a really good question, really good question, and probably needs another webinar in itself. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's uh, like from the age of zero, from the age of like birth to the age of seven, um, we our subconscious mind is basically whatever goes in stays in. So that's powerful. Um, a, a lot of traumas and things like that come from those ages. So a lot of our beliefs, a lot of our values come from the early zero to seven. And then we de develop our analytical mind. So there's like this wall in between the conscious and subconscious where we start to analyze information, things like that. So um, I think your son's, what, around 10? or 10. Oh, 10, yeah. So... Um, my advice would be when things happen, there's always going to be things, challenges, there's always going to be things happen. Like mm -hmm. it might be at school. There's always things happen at school. You know, that's a very interesting environment, isn't it? Um, it's For me, parenting, because I've got kids, it's about debrief. So there's always going to be things happen. And you're, you're even going to lose your, I lose my um, cool at times. You will too. Everyone does. It gets flustered and it gets frantic. It's about the debrief after. 
because I think if kids experience like their mums or dads um, walking away or seemingly leaving them or feeling upset at them for doing something, that's what, you know, we're all going to probably do that at some level. But afterwards it's like, you know, that didn't mean I don't love you. That didn't mean you're, you know, you're not good at this. If, it, if it's something at school academically, it, like it's like reaffirming the meaning of that. That means we can, you know, be more disciplined or we can learn from that or we can move forward. It's about getting that meaning to move forward. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the, the meanings that stick, if there's no conversation around it, then whatever your son started to believe, then that's probably just going to be carried on. But mm-hmm. you can question that you can question that and it's about that conversation you know afterwards mm. makes sense Simone is saying my youngest daughter is 10 too <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's that age where they're you know still not too old old enough to you know not come in your lap they still want to hug you and everything but at the same time they're starting to get their own um you know they have their own friends and they want their own privacy and freedom a little bit as well so it's a Exactly. Vidhi is saying it's easy in the beginning to be active and not procrastinate. Later, it just gets difficult to stop procrastinating. How do we get going then? Okay, so the reason it's easy in the beginning of any new project or business is because you're excited. You're, you're, it's new, it's fresh, you're excited. Everyone's like had this new idea for something. And that excitement, the excitement is connected into the bigger that macro, remember I said the macro goal of like, oh, my God, this business will change my life. And then you get excited. Oh, my God, the excitement of that, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to stop. And then later it gets difficult to stop procrastinating. Um, that's, that's because the, that excitement, once that positive emotion starts to wear down, all of those little things you've got to do along the way are going to have a negative association to them possibly if you're procrastinating again now. So um, stick stick with this because the the next part of this process will really help with that as well. Okay, so let's move on to the next part then. Yep. So there's not much left. Um, here we go. Sorry. Um, yep. All right. So... So, yeah, I hope everyone's written down, you know, what meaning did you give those past events, those things that happened, what negative emotion or feeling didn't you want, and then what are the consequences of, um, you know, if it's something that's going to hold you back from setting up this business and moving forward and getting that momentum going again, yeah, what are the consequences of that? Because I dare say the big macro goal that you've got isn't going to happen if you don't move through this okay so then you want to everyone should have done that so when then you want to pour doubt onto this meaning and what i mean by that is it didn't necessarily mean um what you think it did you know start to question that start to question the meaning you gave it Say um, say you worked on a business or an idea when you were young and someone told you not to bother and the meaning you gave that was, I'll never be an entrepreneur. I better get a job and play it safe. I better be secure. 
I better do what everyone else in my family did. To pour doubt onto the meaning of that, it's a simple process. You want to really get clear on basically calling that out. So it's a, just a matter of um, whatever you started to believe from those experiences in the past, you want to take a different perspective. So even like what I usually get people to do is close their eyes and actually go back to that event and look at the event from a different perspective as in someone nearby or up above or far away and start to look at that event because when you're not looking at, at it through your own eyes, then it didn't happen to you. It just happened. And you can start to see a fresh perspective. So even if people were to imagine that now, like looking at those events where you they were seemingly difficult and they meant you couldn't move forward and you couldn't achieve this and you can't do admin work or you can't do unknowns, start to look at that from a different perspective and really change your opinion on this because you can ch start to rewire your brain basically because if that event meant that, you know, you just got to move on to the next thing, if that event meant that you can always be resourceful, if you've got a problem, you can always ask others. There's always someone who's done what you're trying to do. Like the whole purpose of uh, your group, I assume, is that there's leaders here that have done something and everyone else is wanting to do what those leaders have done. So for people with a problem or a micro problem that they're not moving through, you need to change the meaning around that. I can always ask someone for help. I can always get an accountability partner. I can always be resourceful. That's, that's how you tap into abundance. That's how you tap into changing the association you have. And that's all you need to do to stop procrastination around certain issues. So when you're thinking about that thing that you're not, that you're not doing that you need to do, what would happen if you did ask for help? What would happen if you changed the association you have to doing that? Because on some level there's a negative association. So changing that to a positive association, all it is is a, it's just a matter of changing how you look at what that is and what it means. So everyone has really no reason why they can't do that. And it's very easy to, to not sort of confront these things. It's very easy to not even be clear on these things. And what I love doing and what I can do is to help people see things from a different perspective and change that association, change that belief, change what it means. So the, so the biggest thing that you need to do today is write down the consequences of keeping that meaning going. And by bringing that closer and closer and closer and closer to you, so it's right in front of your face, like, well, the actual consequences of, even though this is a small task that I'm not doing, the consequences are huge. The consequences mean that my macro goal won't happen. And then, and then changing your meaning around what it means to do that activity.
And if it, if you fail at it, it doesn't mean that it's embarrassing. It doesn't mean that you need to feel guilty. So you need to pour doubt onto that. By pouring doubt onto that, you're going to change the meaning. And the last thing I'd say for people today is to, um, just for the purpose of this exercise, choose, stick with that one thing that you've been focusing on, that one micro goal that you're not doing. Stick with that and start to write down what it means. So if if the worst thing happened, if you did that and and someone said no, or if you did that activity and it wasn't perfect, you need to change the meaning of what that consequence is. So at the moment it might be that I'm a failure, that I, I'm not good at this, that I can't do it. So you need to write down two or three things that give you an empowering feeling so that there's no fear of it. You're just doing something and even if it doesn't go well, that's fine. Write down. If it doesn't work, that means I've learned something. If it doesn't work, that means I can do it again differently. Change the meaning. Change the meaning because there actually is no pain associated to it. Um, if you read any of the any of the literature in personal development and business and everything, you know every single leader in business has had so many uh, failures, so-called, or disappointments, or you know struggles, or they didn't necessarily all come from wealth. Every single person went through crap, went through hell went through disappointment, went through shame. And that's the difference between motivation and discipline. So um, just today for everyone listening, make a decision to be disciplined. And every time there's this little thing that you keep putting off, make a decision to be disciplined because that's to the question that came up before, that's motivation. I felt good. I felt inspired when I started my business journey and then procrastination sunk in. The start of that was motivation. We, we need to turn that into discipline to continually move forward in business. And uh, it's a very different thing, very different thing. So everyone make a decision um, today to, to change that. Yes, Simone, it is like rewiring your perspective and you can do that, you know, you can do that not just with this thing but with the next thing, with those things that are on the bottom of your to-do list. You can do it over and over again. Um, and uh, there's no reason why, you know, your biggest dreams can't come true with, with what you're doing at the moment. So, Cameron, I think a lot of people um, with doing like the Amazon journey can probably relate to this because you're sort of getting, you're finding your product and you're designing your brand and it's yours and all of a sudden it does that journey and you're live on Amazon and you can see your product is live and but all of a sudden, it, you know, it's not selling that, you know, a thousand products a day that all the, you know, gurus out there have told you that you're going to make your million dollars in the first month and it's a really big letdown and I see a lot of people sort of coming to me going oh I hate my product now and I hate this and I've done the wrong thing and I think at that point it's really hard to get yourself back up again and and you'd understand that you've been down that Amazon road too <laughs> yeah 
Absolutely. I think um, I think that's the same thing. What did that mean? Was that a part of the journey or was that the end of the journey? Because a lot of people, you know, and fair enough, a lot of people, if they have a job and they're trying to do something like this, it's like a big leap and it's like, I hope it works. You know, that first product needs to work. I, I'm fingers crossed. And if it doesn't, you're going to experience the opposite of that expectation, which is disappointment. Um, and I can see why people would feel really depleted after that. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's I, a couple of my clients are in that situation. Actually, you know, had major, major heavy losses, even um, even quite severe, you know, threats and all, all sorts of stuff, you know, um, mm. which I know is pretty common in this space. But um, I think, like, you've got to really want it bad enough. Like, I think I think there has to be some kind of emotion and passion in in what you do, because if it's, I think if it's only a means to an end then, you know, it's going to be a lot easier to give up and just try something else, try something different because, you know, uh, I think there needs to be some kind of heart in, um, you know, the long journey, the long journey. Yeah. I, but I get it. Yeah, Margaret, I, I um, so like I lost a lot of money and a lot of um, time with my Amazon ventures, but I think it was one of the best things that I ever did. But one of the other things that I, I find too, guys, is, um, um, you know, to have someone to actually talk and confide in about the actual, you know, the real business of Amazon. Because I know when we first started our journey, it was me and Mark, and we would talk to each other. <laughs> and, you know, sort of, but once we sort of branched out and we got, uh, you know, more Amazon friends, that we'd actually confide in and we could actually talk proper business too. You know, I'm not talking about just a mastermind. I'm talking about, you know, people that you can actually talk to properly. Um, that sort of helps the cause too, I think, you know, because otherwise if you hold it all in and you don't let it all out, um, I, 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 you know, I, I can see, Cameron, that you, you know, you sort of genuinely sort of, you know, know how to let it all out and, and can sort of, you know, um, but yeah. some of us, some people just won't and they just, yeah. they just you know, every, everything's a secret, you know. You've touched um, on a really important point uh, because what's the deeper reason for that? For people don't want to show that they haven't done well. Mm -hmm. People don't want to say, oh, I'm struggling. Now that comes from somewhere. Mm -hmm. Maybe they said they were struggling to their mum and their mum said, get over it. <laughs> Literally, one, one thing like that, one thing like that as a child, that, that will cause someone for 50 years to, well, if, if they haven't had the right advice and guidance, then they might hold on to that for a long time. And then they're trying to start this business, which has got 20, 30 grand on the line, mm. and they're holding on to this thing of, I don't want to tell anyone that I'm struggling but it's costing them 30 grand. So let, then me as a coach, if someone's doing that, I'm saying, what's more painful? Letting go of this old thing from when you were a kid or losing 30 grand? Sweet. And then you can change straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you touched on a really good point. 
because that is, yeah. you know, your environment, your environment. And that's what I think your, your group, you, you guys do and you, you give a lot of value away, which is amazing. And I think, um, that environment that, you know, having, um, s- special guests on having people speak about doing the right things and creating those workshops and communities. I think, um, mm. that's really powerful. That's really important. Well, I think, uh, you know, Magla, Margaret and myself, we're, we're all sort of, um, you know, uh, veterans sort of been in business, been in, you know, around sort of, um, you know, sort of a corporate type of business. And so I think for us, you know, we, we try and bring a genuine sort of positive outcome to everything that we try and do. And yeah. even, you know, people come to us and ask us, hey, guys, can you find us whatever, you know, and we'll try and bring the best outcome for them that we can. And I know Megla and Mark, they're passionate about those, you know, to help people genuinely, you know, sort of, it's not all about the dollar sign. Yeah, for sure. There's a a passion there as well to, you know, um, to provide, to help. Yeah, I can see that. um, I can see that. Um, I had a question. question. Yeah, Yeah, let's take a couple of questions. So Gayatri is asking, this is from previously, wouldn't our brain put these kinds of painful things very, very deep down and conveniently make us forget about them? Wouldn't our brain put these kinds of painful things very, very deep down and we... Well, that's exactly the point. Consciously, we forget about them, but subconsciously, we never forget about them. Mm-hmm. And subconsciously, we're 90%. Not, that's 90, 90% of our behaviours are driven by our subconscious, 90%. Wow. So <laughs> from the foods we eat to the amount of exercise we do to everything, how we act in our business, so our subconscious never forgets. So if we've had this experience of... Um, I think probably what the person's referring to is when I talked about shame as a kid Mm -hmm. saying something to your mum and they said, get over it. Um, Yeah, consciously you might forget about that for sure, but not not subconsciously. You never forget until you change your perspective. Sally saying thank you all. It was like this was made specially for me, (laughs) time to use these tools. That yeah. is so good to hear, Zalia. I'm sure a lot of people will find this useful and can resonate with this. And feel free to reach out to Cameron later if you have specific questions. And Cameron will talk about his own you know, coaching services. He also has a mastermind and retreats. And there are lots of different ways that he's actually helping sellers. So this is from Andy. There was a belief that it was impossible for a human body to endure running a four-minute mile. The psychological barrier of running a four-minute mile lasted to mid 1954, once broken by Roger Bannister. Four others broke it in the next 18 months and over a thousand more to date. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great example. Um, yeah. yeah, like human, human potential is infinite. And uh, the only barriers, are the, embarri- the barriers in the environment, like that's a great example. There was a psychological belief that a four minute mile was, uh, was it? What was it? A one-minute mile? Four. Was it a four-minute mile? Yeah, four-minute yeah, mile. Four-minute mile, four minute yeah. mile, Cameron, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a environmental belief. It's the same as um, a great example is like women's sport, mm-hmm. right? Women's sport for, for many years was um, not focused on, not, you know, no energy was put into it. 
So therefore, probably parents didn't even speak to their kids in a certain way to encourage certain sports. I'm talking like 50 years ago. But there's a psychological barrier has been broken now. And you watch the results that come through and already are coming through in women's sport. And it's, it's a collective belief that is driving that. So consider that when you're um, as this, you know, in your group, just remember that or as, the, as the people who are running this group, the collective belief needs to be really big. Um, but, yeah, as for my um, – oh, sorry. Yeah, so guys are saying, exactly, Kevin. I haven't even let, my, let in my parents that I'm into this business. So this is Kevin while you were talking about how – Amazon sellers oh. find it difficult. And <laughs> we 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 we, um, we didn't even let um, friends into because you know we we've always been involved in in some, some business of some sort, but we didn't even let friends know about Amazon because we knew they were going to say what's Amazon, <laughs> what's, you know. So so we we, oh. we didn't need to explain ourselves. <laughs> what about one you comment know. we got, Kev? Good luck with that. Remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A very close friend of ours who was in business yeah, and we said, oh, we're doing Amazon now and he came back to me, good luck with that. Yeah, that's that's the sort of thing that if people don't have a good mindset, they're going to be they're going to be brought down by that. Oh, I better go back and do what I've always been doing because that person said that. But that's the, important, that's the importance of these kind of groups. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want to tell everyone what you're, what you're doing because they're not yeah. going to really respect it. Yeah, no, that's true. Words really matter. And I think we all have a little story in our lives that cut really deep and it shapes our daily walk. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I think Simone's right. And um, I'm very uh, grateful to have been here. Um, and I can see a few people, some of the comments coming in that I, I could really, <laughs> I could really probably help you. Um, and that's uh, like Megla said, um, that's what I can do. I like. I, I do have a, a a paid mastermind, which is in, includes group coaching, um, and no worries. Go, go for it. <laughs> Alan, Alan is going for his call. Have a good game, Alan. Have a good How game. Yes. How good's that? Yeah. Cool. Okay, so Cameron, yes, you were talking about your your coaching and your mastermind. So let's let's tell people about how they can reach you and how they can, you know, get more yeah, information. Yeah. So, um, and help them. I, I do private coaching for business owners, basically mindset, mindset coaching. Um, mm -hmm. I have a six month mastermind that is, uh, it's obviously it's more of the group, group coaching. So it's a group of business owners basically looking to um, grow their business to six figures, six figure entrepreneurs. So um, it's all about mindset and, similar things to what we've been talking about but just on a deeper level and um weekly weekly group coaching um and my website is cameronallen.com.au um i i do run retreats um there are it obviously it's been a bit difficult lately with uh <laughs> in, in person events but i think i think um I think we're we're nearly there. I I will have one in May, but people can reach out to me. I'll be in the group. I am in the group, and I um still have still have a product. Thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah, still have a product on uh, in on a Etsy and Amazon in Australia, and um, 
what else yeah and also i'd love to do more of this like i i think uh i think you're on a really big mission and if we can figure out a way to give even more value to the community i'd i'd love to um stay included as the mindset guy (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah we'd we'd love to have you as a mindset yeah after today and you've hypnotized me the job's yours That that was the aim of the game, didn't you know that? <laughs> <laughs> I, am in, I am trained in uh, hypnosis, so um, I, I I believe that people are in a trance, and I've got to take them out of a trance. That's that's uh, a lot wow, of the, well yeah, like a lot of our environment at the moment is ads and branding and social media, and everyone's like everyone's consistently distracted, you know. And I think um, that in itself is kind of a bit of a trance, isn't it? And uh, I think taking a step back, getting coaching, starting to um, really delve deep into why you do things, that's taking you out of a trance. So there you go. Yeah. Well, Amazon's, Amazon has so many moving parts, um, mm-hmm. you know, different, different things that we have to be an expert in each moving part. Um, yeah. You know, the people... You know, I can see, you know, yeah, where people, you know, can sort of get over the hurdle just by sort of confiding or talking or sort of, you know, putting it out there where someone can come and help them like yourself or, you know, whatever. If there's many, many um, service providers and all kinds of things, if people mm. genuinely reach out, there's people there to help all the time. So Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Very true. Awesome. Well, Cameron, thank you so much for your time today and uh, for sharing all of this. It's it's been absolutely wonderful, and I've been taking notes. I'm sure a lot of people have, uh, you know, learned a lot, and they'll hopefully be able to implement some of the strategies that um, you know you've shared over here. And uh, yeah, guys, reach out to Cameron. He's in the group. Um, You can tag him, make a comment, or make a post. Tag him in the group, or you can private message him. He's on Facebook. Or you can also just uh, go to his website and reach out to him. If you're really struggling with something, you know, join his mastermind and uh, that might help you get unstuck. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Mark, Kevin, I'll see you next week. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Cameron. Take care. Bye, everyone. Thanks, Cameron. Bye. Bye.